Hello and welcome to the XTime.ie Sportscast. As always, I'm your host, Garrett O'Reilly, and you're very welcome along to another edition. With the league launch taking place last Friday morning, we had a number of reporters there for the Sportscast. He sent us back some fantastic audio. We have Cork's John Caulfield, UCD's Colin O'Neill, Bohemian's Jason Byrne, Limerick's Martin Russell, Sliger Rovers' Owen Heary, Derry City's Peter Hutton, Limerick's Shane Duggan, Galway's Tommy Dunn, and Shamrock Rovers' manager Pat Fenlon. And now it's time to hear from the manager who guided his side to a second place league finish last year. John Coffey will be definitely hoping to go one better this year as he talks to Ian Moore, our XTime.ie reporter, about his hopes in Europe, about the new players he's brought in, Liam Miller, Alan Bennett, definitely going to be massive boosts, two Turners Cross and two Cork City, so he'll be hoping to get the very best out of those players as well as discussing the professional setup that I suppose can attract those types of players so here's Ian Moore with John Caulfield First half, how's your pre-season going? Going okay um, you know I suppose like all managers were hoping for um, the season to get started, you know the weather hasn't been great and um, the pitches have been very heavy in pre-season and you know we haven't had a lot of real quality games but Look at the season's a week away, and we're all looking forward to the starting. So. Uh, well, you're happy to you've held on to the core of your squad from last year. You're happy to hang on to most of them. Yeah, it was yeah. I kept I kept most of the guys we wanted, which was a very important. We brought in a few that were hoping would make us a bit better. We think we have a bit more strength and depth, and that's really the, that what we were trying to do. You know. Uh, are you happy with the, the kind of full time setup you have going on now? I've heard uh, Colin Healy talk about training in the mornings and yeah, how it's been beneficial. Yeah, it's brilliant. They've trained every day and every morning. And it's, yeah, we're doing proper professional training and we train every day properly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think that's why the standard of our league is so high that you have Pats or Sullivan Dock, Sligo, um, Robes all training full time. I think it makes a big difference. Yeah, and uh, you've cut the, had you cut the wage bill as well over last season. Uh, well, we've been working off the same budget. We haven't gone out of budget or anything yeah. like that. We just kept within it, and uh, we have to do that. That's just the, the ethos of the club, and uh, and also to bring our own players through as well. So you just have to work within budget. And, and coming six, two years in a row, and then to yeah. come second, it's, yeah. it's a long-term project that you're kind Hopefully. of. Hopefully, well, yeah. well, I only came in last year, and, and they came second. So I'm hoping that we can stay in the top three and qualify for Europe because I think we, we need to we need to try at least stay in for Europe every year and uh, thankfully we got it last year and we'll be aiming for that again this year uh, How important are the, the experienced players you brought in with Lee Miller and Alan Bennett first off and then you brought in title winners Jalali and Shepard who've yeah. met us uh, they're yeah. going to help you you hope, push, you push you over the yeah, line this year Well, you know, time will tell but you're hoping that they'll, they'll, they'll bring their experience and you're hoping that um, you know, we definitely have a better squad I think than last year but it's crucial that the lads gel in and you know sometimes you bring new players and they don't gel in but I'm hoping that they've settled in very quickly at the moment but uh, I'm hoping that when the game starts they'll gel in and um, they'll make us better but um, you know that's the aim the time will tell yeah, and you're obviously going to be excited for your European night in Turner's Cross yeah, at least yeah. tonight anyway yeah we we, 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 we always the, the whole aim was to get back into Europe we did and um, you know Obviously, he needs to be in Europe every year, and um, obviously, uh, when the European tie comes around, we'll be looking forward to it. But I suppose, look, at, it's, 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 it's well into the halfway point of the season, so it's a lot of soccer we've before then. And finally, where do you see yourself at the end of the season? Hopefully, we're competing at the top, and you know, it would be fantastic for us and for the club if we could win a trophy, but it's very, very difficult to win trophies in, you know, in this league. 
but at the same time um, we're hoping to be very competitive all year and I, I, I certainly hope that we, we can stay in the top three. And next up on the Extra Time Sportscast, Josh Dolan spoke with Martin Russell at the league launch this past Friday. Martin Russell, of course, former UCD manager, now in the hot seat in Limerick, heading into his first full season as Limerick boss as well. Of course, he did mention a number of times in the interview that he was he is going to be working under a very different budget to what he came in last year. Whether he would have taken the job with that budget, who knows. But it has been cut massively, there's been massive problems off the field, he alluded to it regularly throughout this interview. Um, he's talked to a number of journalists over the past few weeks about different things that have been happening off the field. A bit of a distraction really, I suppose. Marcus Field's not ready, not helping the situation. Investors pulling out left, right and centre, not helping the situation. But still, it could be a hell of a lot worse for Limerick Football Club. And when you look how far they've come in the past four or five years, you really do see what they're, what they're dealing with at the moment isn't... A major blip in the road. Martin, of course, massively used to dealing with young players as well from his UCD time, and he spoke to Josh about that philosophy that he is going to try to impose that entertaining, free-flowing, passing style of football that is the Martin Russell way. Martin, coming into your full first season with Limerick now, a lot of new bodies in, a couple yeah. you've worked with before, like Conor O'Donnell, Dean Clark. Uh, you looking forward to a successful season with Limerick? Yes, we are, Josh. Um, again, it's uh, been a, a trying time for the club. Um, on and off the field trying to establish the, the venues and also with the, with the reduced budget trying to get the most competitive squad in, in those terms as well so we've walk, we're walking through that and um, the season starts next week and we've got you know, a squad that we'll, we'll try and be competitive as we can and um, I think there's plenty for all the players to look forward to has the fact that all obviously the well not turmoil off the pitch, but it's been it's been a little bit I suppose distracting at times. Obviously changing your venue, budget cuts has that been, has that affected you? And I suppose compiling your squad for this season. Well, I think the, I think again things like you know the budget being cut does have an effect, and you know obviously the, the the ground situation for everybody is you know you'd like the markets field to be here now and um, the training ground that has been developed to be here now but that's not the case and you've got to walk through the process and eventually I see no reason why Limerick when they get those things sorted out um, and maybe um, you know get, get some investors to help out that they can't be a big force in, 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 in the domestic game and obviously you went into Limerick about six months through last year this is going to be your first full season uh, can we expect to see any changes your real, your real mark and the squad for the first time I suppose well it's again as I said to you the, the budget that um, I was working with last year is a different budget now um, but I think again we'll try and be competitive we'll try and entertain the local fans we want all the local fans to come out and realise that some of these players may be getting a chance ahead of time and appreciate the efforts that they're putting in and that in the long term, as I said to you, that Limerick going forward when they walk through this period should be a top club in the country. Yeah, and the squad's obviously a little bit different, maybe a little bit younger, a little bit more hunger in the squad. Obviously, you've lost a couple of experience, the likes of Sam Oji going to Galway can't have helped, but it's a young and hunger bunch, which I think you probably think yourself can bring a lot more energy to your squad and maybe can push Limerick up the table. Yeah, we'll utilise everything we can to, to do well, you know. Um, I think what's, what's probably been proven over the last number of years is generally... Um, the clubs finishing the the situation in, in, in the league table as far as uh, sort of their resource allowed them to, and you know we're looking to overachieve, and we want all our players to overachieve, and that's the way we're going to approach the season. And obviously, it's Bowes first. I think it's next Saturday, so you'll be looking forward to that now. And the the, the occasion should be brilliant, despite Marketfield not being ready. A good opening, the opening day of the season in Marketfield. Yeah, I think I think every game, every game is going to be competitive. Every as has been talked about this one. Everybody's going to have to earn points. 
and um, you know um, there's no easy three points this season that's the definite and just finally have you any idea yourself where you expect Limerick to I suppose finish up where you're taking a game by game yeah I think it's game by game I don't think it's um, as I said yeah it's, it's hard to put a total on it but um, we'll just be competitive and at the end of the season as always you know the teams will roughly be where they deserve to be and now for our next port of call, we're going to hear how Josh Dolan got on with UCD manager Colin O'Neill. Of course, O'Neill taking over from Aaron Callaghan there in the off-season. He's an even younger squad than is normal for UCD. But he has managed to bring in some experienced players all the same. Mick Lee, Evan McMillan um, coming back, being able to retain the likes of Ian Ryan massive there at the back um, last campaign. So it, it is going to be an interesting year for UCD. It was very... I suppose surprising to hear maybe O'Neill play down his chances in the first division saying maybe that he'd be happy to for a third place finish that he expects Wexford Utes to win the league but then again we don't know the current situation in the squad how training's been going he did reveal Evan McMillan's unlikely to play too much football this year which would explain the reasons for him coming back to UCD um, to take up a coaching role as well there as an assistant manager so it's it's going to be an interesting campaign for UCD and it always really is in the students out in the UCD Bowl Probably first of all, a relatively new uh, young squad assembled. How have you found working with them so far in pre-season? Yeah, it's it's going okay. It's been a tough pre-season, especially with all the, the uh, a lot of the squad being involved in college games and under-19 games. So players are being pulled here and pulled there. It's been a little bit difficult. Um, but now with the Collingwood Cup over, with, it's now it's my first week where I actually have the squad together. So um, now the work starts. And how have you found the whole management role of things after coming up from assistant? I know you've had you've had a you've had a long spell of course shells there a couple of years ago and as well a couple of years, a couple of times last year when Aaron was suspended. But how have you found the, the whole I suppose activity of man management and I suppose all that kind of thing? Um, no, I've slotted into it. Um, okay, um, well Aaron, you've yeah, been suspended for a couple of games last year. Um, I more or less had been looking after the role anyway, so. It was, it was an easy slot in for me. And obviously a lot of the players that you've brought in, I know you've brought in the likes of Evan McMillan, the coach, Mick Leahy as well, they're experienced heads, but you've in recent in recent weeks you've brought in the likes of Vaughan Kerwin as well, Gary O'Neill, Ryan Swan. How have, you, how have you found working with the younger players? Yeah, well, UCD have always been a, a young team, so um, working with young players is what we've done really over the last couple of years, so to bring in younger ones it hasn't been much of a difference really. What we have missed is having some senior players. Um, Benson is out injured and it's looked like he's going to miss the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, Evan is also struggling, doesn't look like he'll, he'll play much games. And Ian Ryan is also still out injured. So um, we need some of our senior players back uh, if, we're, if we're going to have a chance to get up. Yeah, so obviously they won't they won't really play in the first couple of weeks, but will they be still helpful off the pitch and I suppose mentoring the new lads, showing them the ropes in the club and I suppose they're very young, they've a lot to learn at this level, will they be able to help? Yeah, they've been, they've been very good. They, they still appear to every training session and they, they still they're there for a, a kind of a an over you know, overseeing all the young lads, making sure that they're okay, any questions, any queries, yeah, no, they're good pros. Yeah, and you've worked with, well, I suppose a fairly new management team. You've been joined by Pat Devlin and Evan McMillan in a player coach role. Um, how have you found work with them so far? I know you still have the likes of Jer Barron, Derek McNally and James Timmons in your background as well, but how have you found working with the new lads? Yeah, it's I've had no problems so far. They've, they've both added it to the team. Pat's great to have around the place to bounce questions off. He's always offering advice. And Evan, Evan is a nice guy and um, will, has the potential to be a top, top coach. 
he's only starting off on the on the coaching role, but I'm trying to give him as much as I can. And um, he's a good guy to have around the place, especially with the experience that he has. Yeah, first game against Cove, then that's obviously now next Saturday. Um, I know you said you haven't seen much of your squad due to college games and stuff, but given the overall quality of your squad, are you confident going into the game? I was confident going into every game. Um, we'll be looking to win every game that we play this year. Um, it is a young side. We will, we will we'll lack a little bit of strength. Um, we will lack a little bit of experience but the one thing that we have with being such a young side is they don't have any fear and they're not afraid to get on the ball um, and we'll be looking to play some good football so that that would be our advantage and obviously speaking there with Tim Comer if you're on, um, he read out the poll results so a couple of people obviously expect UCD to be up there um, who do you, if they are up there who do you expect your main contenders to be with? With that poll, I'm surprised that no one mentioned Wexford. This being the uh, Shane was saying he's the same side together now for the fourth year in a row. Um, I know they're called Wexford youths, but they're not young anymore. The average age of that side is about 25, 26. Um, to me, they're favourites. Um, I think they'll be the team to be. And so, where do we expect to see UCD? Do we expect to see them in around the top, top three, top four? Well, we hope to be as competitive as possible. Um, we are on a long-term plan of two to three years to get back up. I'm not too sure what will happen this year because <laughs> I think the average age of our side at the moment is about 18. We are young. We're really young. But you just never know. Um, if they develop a little bit quicker than they probably will, um, yeah, we have the potential to be there or thereabouts come the end. Thanks very much, Colin. And now our reporter, Josh Dolan, was a very busy man last Friday there. He also managed to catch up with Jason Byrne of Bohemians. Working under a new manager this year, Keith Long, of course, replacing Owen Harry. There was a lot of managerial changes in the off-season, and that was one of them. There's been added quality to the side without a doubt this year. Keith Long's brought in his own stamp, his own authority, his own kind of players, especially with a lot of Bose players heading over to the showgrounds alongside Harry. Pre-season's tough for a guy like Jason Byrne, though, so... There wasn't too many, many surprises when he did say that he has been struggling um, in pre-season. It's always going to be a tough one when you're getting on like he is. He's looking to finish pretty much the same as last year um, in terms of position in the league table. I think most Bose fans will back him up on that. Um, the glory days of winning league titles, I think, are behind them for another few years anyway. So they'll be happy to consolidate, run the club smoothly and move on. But anyway, here's Josh Dolan speaking to Jason Byrne. Jason, another season with Bowes now. How's pre-season gone so far? Very good, very good. It's been tough. Um, a lot of running involved in there, but look, we're ready to go now. All, all the hard work is done. It's only a week away, and um, we're getting out to the business side of it now. And obviously, a couple of new lads in, the likes of uh, Robbie Creevy, Lorcan Fitzgerald, Mark Griffin, Dean Kelly. They all, they'll all add a bit to Bowes this, this season, won't they? Yeah, definitely, he's brought a bit of quality, you know. Um, just had to get the team better together um, and, and keep that team spirit together that we had last year, you know. So he's brought in the quality and now it's just about getting on the pitch now and doing the business because I think we have the players to do it and it's just now about showing it as well and obviously Keats in with his now instead of on this season how have you found working with him in the start of pre-season yeah. everything been quite professional anything different yeah no nothing really been different it's just it's the same thing you know a bit of hard work nobody's sure about a bit of hard work so the lads have done that done that work in pre-season um, 
it's like every other pre-season no matter where you play you can't dress it up it's just hard work and just got to knuckle down and get yourself fit so no, it, I'm sure over the next few weeks when the season does start you'll see him come into his own and have his own ideas and stuff like that so we haven't really shown we haven't really seen the other side of him yet with just that hard work so we, I'm sure the next few weeks we'll see the best of him Hey, look forward to another uh, successful season in front of goal well hopefully hopefully and yeah, that's the plan you know I'm, I'm still playing I'm still happy still enjoying the game um, I'll go out with a smile on my face and, and enjoy it and go out and hopefully score a few more goals and where can we expect Bowes to finish up this season Any, has anything been uh, targeted or is it just game by game at this stage yeah, if we can do it as well as we done last year I think we will be a successful season now and uh, I think that's what we're aiming for again this year maybe cup run as well yeah definitely but we got to the semi-final the qualifying last year in the cup so as I said if we get if we don't as well as we did last year I think it will be a successful season for us extratime.ie League of Ireland football is our passion And now on to our next interview, we have Ian Moore, who spoke with Owen Harry, the former Bowes manager, now currently Sligo Rovers manager. Of course, there has been a bit of controversy made with the fact that he decided to bring four of his former players at Bowes down with him to the showgrounds. He expressed the fact that he'd no concerns about them stepping up to full-time football. Most of them had already played it at one point or another in the League of Ireland, or in further afield across the water, of course. His aim, as Onhiri has been mentioned saying in the papers and on numerous media sites over the past few weeks, is to win the league. Is that realistic? I don't know. I think Sligo Rovers fans won't be exactly telling you the same thing as I might say myself from a neutral point of view. But he certainly is going to look to bring that fighting, um, all-powering mentality into management just like he had in his playing days. So now I'm going to pass it over to Ian Moore speaking to Onhiri. Start off. How's your pre-season going? Pre-season's going well. We've uh, done well in the, in the games. Scored a lot of goals. Um, but again, we don't get points for that. So you know, we did the big task is next week against against Cork. And you you brought in a lot of your former charges from Bows. Are, are you glad to have them back? To, like players you trust. It's good to have. Yeah, well, I brought in four. You know, Vinny Beats, uh, Kevin Abani, and you know, and I know what I'm going to get from. You know, they're hard working, they're honest, I'm winning as well. So they're hard working, they're honest, and, and I've seen last year that they can play at a higher level, and that's the reason why we brought them in. And hopefully, they can show that this year. Uh, are they making the, the step up to the, the full time and the kind of settling in around Slogan? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm winning was full time when he was with West Ham, so he'd be used to it. Stephen Beaton was the same over in, over in America. And, you know, Kevin Abani probably has it, but he's stepped up to the plate. You know, so there is. Vinny's the same, Vinny was full time at uh, the Spot Bingo. So, you have potential, and again, they're all under 26 years of age, most of the squad is under 26, so they're young, they're hungry, and just hope that they can produce on the pitch. There's two players you brought in that people notice, Morton Nielsen and Sander Puri, uh, international experience and experience at a higher level. Have you, are they the real deal? Well, I mean, Sander's played 50 times for the Stoney, 50 odd times for the Stoney, he's played against Ireland here. So he has that quality, and you can see why he's played internationally, you know. Um, and, and the same with Martin. Martin played underage internationally, but he was over at Chelsea and just worked with drug betting. You can see that quality as well, and that's the reason why we brought him to the squad. But one, they've good attitudes, but also that they show the players, you know, the, the mentality that they have, and hopefully they can go through the group with that and bring it onto the pitch. Well, you obviously have a winning mentality from your playing career, endless amount of titles, and you've up. Presume you've brought it into managing nowadays. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, 
where where do you see yourself at the end of this season? I've heard some players saying that you want to, you're you're in it to win it. Obviously, well, you obviously say that, but there's no point in playing the league. You don't think you can win it. You know, or going out and hopefully you can you can win it. But for us, we're trying to get Europe. You know, we have to try to get into the top four of Cork, Pats, Dundalk, and Shamrock Rovers. You know, we're very open between them, and then we know we have a good chance of getting Europe. But more importantly, if we're there, there goes going to the end of the year, then we'll be looking to, uh, to win the league. So that has to be the goal, has to be the aim of the club, and hopefully we can succeed in that this year. And next up on the Extra Time.ie Sportscast, our reporter Josh Dolan speaks to Peter Hutton, currently Derry City manager, with Hutton describing his side as a side that's going to fight this year and they're going to be competitive despite the fact they have lost some big players including Barry McNamee, Roy Patterson and Michael Duffy. But despite that, the team from the north side of the country remains upbeat and looking to go and enjoy another cup run, I suppose, as well. There you have been known as a bit of a cup team in recent years, but also to get back inside those European places. And obviously you've managed to bring in a couple of players as well, like Killian Morrison and Anthony Alding, to add a bit of firepower up front. So do you think you'll have goals in your team this year? Well, we certainly hope so. We've lost, obviously, the goals of Rory Patterson and Michael Duffy. So uh, the likes of Anthony, Killian, and uh, will hopefully add to those. But we've challenged the, the group entire, in its entirety. They, they, they score more goals. The likes of Barry McNamee, Patrick McAlene, Stephen Dooley, Falk Lurie. They all need to be contributing more to in the goals for our column. So, and we've done that over the pre-seasons thus far. So we hope that continues. With the loss of like the likes of Michael Duffy and Rory Patterson, a bit of energy obviously gone out of the team. Do you think you have the young players that can can bring that back into the team, or can we expect the I suppose the change in the, the, the dynamic the way Derry play? No, it'll be very much still the same. Uh, as you say, we talk about the loss of energy of Michael Duffy and Rory Patterson, but uh, we still have plenty of energy in the team, particularly in the final third. Uh, we have a lot of good young fit players who are very dynamic in the final third. So no, we, I won't see that being a problem. And it's obviously Galway first up there, obviously nearly promoted Tommy and his team. Uh, I've seen a bit of them last year, they're a very good side. Are you expecting a big challenge coming into the first game? Definitely, especially given that they're, they're the first games at home, a uh, newly promoted team. Uh, be a, I'm sure a voice for support there. Uh, it'll be a difficult game for us, but no one we're looking forward to. Unfortunately, we're going to have three or four suspended for that game too, which doesn't help uh, given the rules of the league. But uh, no, we're looking forward to it. As I say, it's... the boys have been gearing towards it now the last number of weeks and everything everyone will be hopefully fighting for it just finally obviously it's been a it's been a cup, good couple of seasons with, for Derry on the cup front getting to the cup final here in the last couple of years uh, but are you expecting to maybe to be able to push on the league obviously people are talking about the likes of Cork and Dock Shamrock Rovers Sligar Rovers but do you think you can surprise a few well, and be, push us up, up there as well it'll be very hard to get under that top five with a, the likes of Dundalk and Cork and Pat Sligo and, and Shamrock Rovers you know uh, it's going to be very difficult to break that top five, but uh, I think we'll certainly surprise a few, and we'll give a we'll give a lot of teams a good game. And then next on the Extra Time Sportscast, Josh Dolan caught up with Limerick Shane Duggan, who unfortunately did have to touch on one of the disappointments in the last few weeks: the fact that Markets Fields isn't going to be ready for that Limerick side. Of course, Martin Russell also spoke about that earlier on in the Sportscast. He also touched on the fact the training ground won't be ready in time. So a few disappointments off the field, but there is many positives on the field for Limerick. Dean Clark, Connor O'Donnell, two fantastic young footballers, lots of energy, lots of life. They've both dropped down from UCD. So it is hoped that on the field things will be a success if they do take a little bit longer off the field. Here is Josh speaking with Shane Duggan. 
Shane, another season now with Limerick as captain. Are you looking forward to it? And what do you think of the new signings Martin's brought in? The likes of, I suppose, Conor O'Donnell, Dean Clark, Sean Russell, all coming from uh, UCD. He's worked there before, so surely nothing, go, nothing can go wrong when this manager knows his players. Um, yeah, look, I can't wait to get started. It's been a, a long, hard pre-season, and we're all looking forward to getting the first game underway. Um, brought in good players, you know, they're experienced players. As I said, Paul O'Connor's been around, and he's one of the top midfielders in the league, and... Uh, Clark he's obviously there he's re- looking really lively in pre-season and I'm sure he'll score a good few goals and as I said his son as well he's got a really good left fit peg you know and um, they're all good players and can't wait to get started Yeah and obviously things aren't all rosy obviously there's been the off the field problems market's failed you're going to have to play in Jackson Park now, or Jackson Park and obviously a couple of things about budgets being slashed and stuff. Has that been at all distracting in pre-season or has it just been kind of getting on normal business? Um, no, I don't find it distracting. But um, obviously we lost some top players last year. But that's what happens in football. Players move on and Martin brought in some good players obviously. And um, we've got a lot of young players coming through. And uh, just good balance. There's experience and there's a lot of youth. And um, I feel we'll be okay this season. And um, it's been disappointing. Obviously we can't play the first game of the season in in Marcus Field but uh, it's just football will be in there hopefully by April or May and um, it doesn't, doesn't bother me really where I play play in the backyard really as long as we're playing football so um, no it hasn't been no distractions Yeah and obviously probably the biggest loss so far uh, Sam Ogie obviously leaving the other day Stephen Fowling gone as well so that's two of your top centre halves Michael Leahy gone another one as well so uh, are that are kind of experience are they tough to replace? Um, obviously yeah but the the three lads are top players. Um, when you lose players like that, it's up to some of the young lads. Maybe if they get the opportunity, to come in and uh, step up to the mark. But as I said, um, Sam Oji and Stephen Fallon have been uh, rocks for us at the back last season. But to move on, players just have to take their chances now when they come in, and I'm sure Martin will uh, start the back line out. First game against Bows then next week. Are you looking forward to that? And do you think confident in getting a result? Yeah, obviously yeah, I'm delighted I can't wait for it um, it'll be a tough game first game of the season is always a tough one you know feeling each other out but I'm confident we can pick up a good result yeah and just finally uh, where do you see Limerick overall is it kind of a case of taking a game by game or is there anywhere that you'll be targeting obviously the the top five kind of seems set in stone but do you think Limerick can upset that um, I'd just take it game by game you know it's hard to predict things where you're saying oh we're going to finish there we're going to finish there because as I said especially in this league anything can happen so I'm just going to take game by game and hopefully we can have a good season Josh also managed to catch up with Tommy Dunn at the league launch there on Friday just gone Tommy Dunn spoke about a big step up from the first division to the Premier Division, which we all know about, and which so many managers, when they do first come up, do speak about to the media. It's interesting to see how many of them actually manage to stay up and how many of them struggle and go straight back down. There's obviously going to be a big crowd in Eamon DC Park and at most of Galway United's home games this season, just like there was last year. Um, the locals certainly happy to have their football club back competing at the top level. Tommy spoke of the fact that his players do need to perform week in, week out, though. It's not like the first division. They can't perform every second week or every third week. And defensively, it's going to be a massive challenge for his side as well. Um, it's something that he worked on last year and is going to hope to expand on this year because if you have a solid back four in the Premier Division, you go a long way to cementing your position in that league and to even moving higher up the table and pushing on in your aspirations as well. So Tommy, first season back in the Premier Division, looking forward to it. Obviously, you left you left Cork 
in and you've obviously spent now a season with Galway obviously quite a successful one last year I think your team were strong hungry uh, young as well are you confident that you can do well in the Premier Division with what you've added? Yeah I, I think um, you know of course it's it's stepping up into the Premier Division it is a step up you know and, and from our point of view yeah, we, we want to be competitive and we want to try do as well as we possibly can but we do have that understanding that it's going to be tough. A lot of our players will uh, probably not have tasted Premier Division football before, so it will be a learning curve in the in the you know immediate weeks and months ahead. But um, we're hoping that we can um, we can do quite well. And you're right, we did. We were competitive towards the end of last year, as you know yourself. And um, you know we 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 done okay. But in saying that, it's all right doing okay. But in the Premier Division, you know, you have to be at it week in, week out. Yeah, you've managed to keep most of last year's squad together. You've added a couple of likes of Killian Cantwell as well, joining from Wexford Youths, the big centre-half. Um, but obviously, by the loss of Roy Manning, you haven't really lost anything else. So do you think you have what it takes? Do you think you have a squad that can compete in the Premier Division? Um, I do think the group that we have, yeah, that I think they're, they're a good group and they're a hungry group that want to do well. And you're right, Ryan Manning going with, with Paddy Barrett also went to went up to Dundalk. So, you, you know, you, of course you would like to keep both of them, but they, if, you, if you'd like to say one has moved to the league champions here and the other one's gone across to a Premier Division team in England, so... Doing something it, right. Yeah, yeah. It, we're doing... Like, I'd like to think that, um, you know... Those players, when they were with our group, they, they attracted this attention, so it was fantastic. But, of course, we've brought in, um, as you mentioned, Killian Cantwell, Sam Ogie. we brought in a lad, Kevin Garcia from America, um, brought in Dave O'Leary from Cork, um, brought in a number of, a number of uh, different players. So we're hoping that they can, um, they can be competitive. And, but... Their mindset needs to be to know that they've got to work really hard to do something in the division this year. In terms of, I suppose, uh, strength and experience, it always kind of builds from the back. The signing of Samuel Ogie's got to be huge for you. In terms of, I suppose, staying up in the Premier Division always begins, I suppose, keeping clean sheets. Yeah, I agree with you totally. I think any team or any, any team worth of salt um, you know, has to be defensively good. And from our point of view... Um, like any other team in the division, if your defence isn't right, well then you're going to find it difficult to win any games. And, and if we can get that side of it right, well then we're hoping that we can be competitive. Yeah, it's obviously Derry at home first. Uh, hopefully, your te- hopefully your fans will come out in strength like they did in the playoff game last year. And they can hopefully roar you on to victory. But obviously it is it's kind of huge to just start with either a victory or a draw. You don't want to be losing your first game. Yeah, well, you don't want to lose any game, and I know the first one's usually important. And we spoke about momentum in football, and like we play Derry at home. Derry are a strong, traditionally strong team. Um, played for them myself, so I know what sort of expectations and you know what sort of uh, passion and, and desire that they have up there. But from our side of things, we're just hoping that we can uh, we can be competitive throughout the season. Yeah, and just on a final note, obviously the first protocol's got to be to, to stay in the division, but have you set your sights on anything else? Um, not really, I'd say we got Derry next week, I'd say we, we've got the first 11 games, I'll probably have that conversation with you after them, alright? And now, Jamie Heaton spoke with Pat Fenlon, Shamrock Rovers boss at the league launch. Pat was in good form, despite the fact that he has said it has been a struggle to bring in the kind of goal-scoring ability that he necessarily wanted this past off-season. The money that maybe was in Shamrock Rovers three, four years ago isn't necessarily there to be able to go and sign players across the water like they have done in the past. 
The friendlies have been good though from a Shamrock Rovers point of view. LA Galaxy also having Bran over. Great games. Good for the players' fitness though as far as Fenland's concerned. Of course, St. Patrick's Athletics where it all kicks off for Shamrock Rovers live on national television. Number of players suspended, but Pat is still confident that his side can get a positive result and really kickstart their season on the 6th of March. Just looking at um, the trialists you have at the moment, who's close to, any of them close to signing or? Yeah, we're, we're hopeful that obviously uh, Tim Clancy and Max Blanchard have been with us for a little while now, so we'd be fairly hopeful that we can get both of them on board and young Gareth McCaffrey as well, that's probably what we're hoping to do. And, um, oh, he's not, he's not, well, I read something about he's not signing, is he? No, well, I mean, I brought Cody to Hibs and picked up a real bad injury at Hibs and uh, he's getting himself back into condition and he's been training with us for the last couple of weeks and we'll keep him going okay we'll keep him going for uh, for a few weeks and then the plan with Cody is to get back to England a couple of clubs on the take and have a look at him who's looking at well I'd rather not say I think oh, that's yeah. you know it's, he's not our player so it's not but look if that doesn't happen for him well then he would, he would be a player that we would be interested in you kind of seem to have gone for a lot of younger hungrier players and that's going to work well for Rovers I think we tried to mix the squad I think I think I felt I've looked at the last few years at Rovers and they've had a lot of experienced players that haven't produced. That's not good enough for the club, but I think what we've tried to do is that the experience we brought in are good pros. That will help the younger players we brought in, and that, that, that does take time as well, you know, but we brought in some good, young, exciting players that will develop, and we hope we can develop them, and I think to do that you have to have good, experienced players on the pitch with them. Yeah. And uh, just up, up, front, up front, the striker situation, we've got Drennan and North, but no one else other than that. Um, are, were you a bit maybe frustrated with how the transfer yeah, look, there's, there's not too many around but like yeah. I said we had three or four strikers last year in the club and all good players in their own right none of them scored a lot of goals for us so you know we, we, we were reluctant to throw the amount of money we did at it with them so I think it's it's a case of like we said we brought in Danny he was a proven record in the league Michael Drennan's a proven record scoring goals at underage level and international level and done really well at Aston Villa you know and young Gareth will come in as well who's a striker you know so we've tried to mix it if something becomes available then we look at it but there hasn't there isn't a lot of players available for the type of striker we want is that going to be on the agenda for the summer maybe well, we'll see we'll see how it goes like, like I said there's a lot of the strikers in the league have signed up a lot of them have left you know some good ones have left obviously Young Hoban at Dundalk Gaffney at Limerick we, we did speak to you Gaffney at Limerick and thought we were close to getting that done but obviously you had an opportunity to go to Cambridge and he's taken that so um, and then if you're looking to take players from outside of the league sometimes that's difficult particularly with strikers where they do demand more money because you know, they are goal scorers and then taking account of accommodation and everything it's difficult for us to put that together we just don't have the money at the moment that's something though you'd like to um, like kind of look abroad a bit more well, I think, avoid the league of Ireland where you go yeah, I think the, the thing with us is we've got to look at it and own a short term as well from a supporters point of view but we've got to look at it long term as well it's about building a squad and it's difficult to build a squad through one window you know we've got to try to do that over a period of time you know make sure the squad is balanced and strengthened and to do that all in the one window is difficult you know so we will try to do that again come July strengthen areas where we feel we need to be strengthened but look I think the three strikers we have in the club at the moment are good players and be a good addition to the club and, uh, like, do you think maybe this season might be a Case of kind of maybe it might start a bit slow and build and well, I'm hoping not. momentum. I'm hoping you know, not to be honest with you. Yeah, we've had a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah we've had a lot of changes. But I mean, the, 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 we want to start properly. We've got a tough start. Obviously, Pat's at home, a lot of players suspended for 
um, and then we go to Longford and you know Cork, Bowes, Ligo. So they're all tough, tough games for us. But look, it's the same for everybody. We've got to get on with it. But we, we want to start the season properly. We're not looking to start slow and, and progress. We want to start the season, you know, on fire and as quick as we can. You know, and that's what we try to do. And the few friend, the friendlies they're saying it's Brown and LA Galaxy. Um, no LA Galaxy are in European, but Brown. Like, was that kind of with a view to Europe that you wanted? No, it was a game. It was a game they looked for, and I think anybody who was at the game seeing the quality of the players they had, they were very, very good. Yeah. You know, when you're looking in pre-season friendlies, when you play teams from outside of the country, it's obviously about getting our players' fitness, sharpness. You know, getting game time, but also looking at the team we played against and maybe picking up some stuff from it. You know, their movement was fantastic. Caused a lot of problems early on for a half an hour, and we got the grips with them. But now the two games against Brand and Galaxy were, you know, were brilliant for us, and purely from a fitness point of view, and maybe learning a bit of teams, some stuff as well about the players. And just finally, just to ask you, like, who would you, who do you see as being contenders this season? I think there's a lot of contenders this year. I think you know we've got to make sure. I think people ask me what the expectations are. Rovers, everybody knows people want Rovers to win yeah, things yeah. to support us. But I think the one thing the supporters want from speaking to a lot of them is that we've got to be competitive. Yeah. You know, last year I think we were out of running for the league. It became a two-horse race very quickly without Rovers being in it. So I suppose the question that the answer to that is if if, if it's a two-horse race, we want to be in it. If it's a four-horse race, we want to be in it. So I think you know, from a supporters' point of view, we want to be competitive through the season and make sure that yeah. come the end of the season we're in the shake-up to win things. Is there anyone that stands out that was particularly a big threat like the Cork stand out or the Pats? I think, I think all, of, all of them. I think, you know, Dundalk have, have strengthened their squad. You know, Cork and um, won a league title. It's hard to retain it, but I'm sure they'll, they'll want to do that. Cork had a fabulous run last year. Have strengthened their squad. Pats have strengthened their squad. You know, so uh, Sligo Hound's gone in there and he's brought in a lot of players, you know. Um, but look, there's no easy games in the league. Yeah, I think so. I honestly think they'll be in. I think there'll be five or six teams up there. And yeah. you can never write dirty out of the equation either. You know, yeah, they've yeah. got some good players as well. Always produce a lot of young players, Lewis players over the course of seasons, but always seem to produce young yeah. players as well. You know, so I think it's. And then if you take Galway and Longford, the two teams that come up are very, yeah. very strong. You know, normally teams that come up, you're thinking it's going to be difficult for them to stay up, but with these two, I don't think that's going to be a problem for them. You know, you think it might, you might really start to see who's going to be. Yeah, I think it'll take yeah. maybe September. I think it'll take a while, yeah. yeah, for it to pan out. I think, yeah. uh, I think Stephen and Liam alluded to up there on the stage that there's games. You know. It's going to be hard for to win any points in this league, you know. And that's going to do it for the extratime.ae sportscast for yet another week. I've been Gareth O'Reilly. Thanks to everyone who's helped put the sportscast together this week. Thanks to all our reporters who went to the league launch and brought back some fantastic audio. And of course, all the players and managers who gave their time so freely to contribute to the sportscast this week at the launch. Next week, we will be back to our usual format where we will have more great guests and our usual panel back in studio. But until then, enjoy the first weekend of league action. Enjoy the EA Sports Cup on Monday night. Until then, from me and all the ExtraTime.ie team, goodbye. ExtraTime.ie. League of Ireland football is our passion.